0: We're joined by Summerfest CEO Don Smiley. Don, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. Good to see you. We have a perfect day here. This really is a Chamber of Commerce day here for Summerfest. It's beautiful. It was just gorgeous yesterday, and and today just...
1: it's it's as nice as it was yesterday so we've had we've had two nice days so far
0: it's just wonderful um last night i everybody i know that was down here last night completely and totally enjoyed the event they said just a a wonderful experience and it must be nice to be back after just a couple years
1: yeah you know the 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 folks that i talked to uh yesterday and last night it was really a sense of joy and and um you know they could they could take a breath you know and and it was uh, getting back to some semblance of order. And, you know, it, it's just it's amazing what music brings to people and what it means to the different things that it means to, to people. And, you know, you mix that with food and beverage and beautiful weather, in it, and it all adds up to a good time. So, you know, given what everyone has been through over the past couple of years with COVID, um you know, it was it was really refreshing. You know, we're still battling that a little bit too right. because you know bands can't uh, bands come down with COVID or whatever, and they cancel at the last minute. So, and that's not unique to Summerfest. Obviously, that's happening all over the world, um, and so we're we're still dealing with some of that. But people uh, that have that showed up yesterday really feel comfortable and. Um, you know, again, some semblance of order getting back the way that it was.
0: Don, let's talk about a couple of things. I know we, we've discussed this before, but when, when I, I saw some of the tv stations interviewing people there, there's still some folks who are, are back with the traditional well we remember when it was thursday through sunday and 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 we don't like the idea that they've gone to this 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 three day over three weekend thing Let, just one more time i mean what, what was the thinking behind that
1: well you know we looked at all, all of the data and we had analytics that um showed us as to when people were showing up here and spending money and Obviously, people are more in the mood to go out on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday than they are on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, so, or, and Sunday, actually. So we looked at, we looked at uh, many different metrics to come up with that decision. Y- we rolled it out last year, which really wasn't a fair right. indication as to, you know, if it works or not, because we had to operate in September since COVID chased us all the way to September. So... You know we, we didn't really draw any conclusions from last year so we will take the results from this year and we'll measure those results and analyze those results after the festival and see where we go with this um, you know the initial f- uh, feedback and the in- has all been positive it's really helpful for the staff here and the people at work here to have those breaks in between and um, the initial results uh, as far as um, metrics go, have been positive, but we'll measure it all up at the end of the, at the end of the run and see where it takes us.
0: Uh, which is always interesting, you know, Don. We talk about this uh, a lot at your tenure. We, we were just discussing it. it's going to be twenty years next, next year, right? Next- <laughs> next, thanks for that reminder.
1: Um, next year will be twenty years for me. So it's just it's, it's just amazing. It was a blink of an eye.
0: Well, and I know one of the things that you've been really has been a priority for you over those twenty years has been upgrading the infrastructure of the grounds. What are some of the things that you're proudest of?
1: Well, I think just that. I mean, it's um, we've spent about a hundred and sixty million dollars here on the grounds. Improving stages, restrooms. We built a children's park, uh, Northwestern Mutual Community Park. We've redone the amphitheater and spent fifty million dollars. So we um, we've really redone the park from north to south and everything in between. And we raised that money privately. That that that's not um, public money that that went to those improvements and. Of course, we couldn't do that without our sponsors. I mean, we are really sponsor-driven, and we concentrate on that every year, and we, we just hit it out of the park this year as far as renewing sponsors and bringing on new sponsors
0: how, how receptive has the community been I, I get the I mean because i I know it's there's always a, a challenge for for dollars and when you go out to these different whether it's you know American family or Potawatomi who's you know who's back this year I, I know it, it, it there's always a challenge how how receptive has the community and the businesses been to to supporting an event like summerfest they've been
1: absolutely fantastic with us and and you know when you when you get right down to it, there there's a lot of people fishing in that same pond. I mean, the Brewers are in there, and the Bucks are in there, and State Fair, and there there's a lot of large uh, properties that are try that are going after the same sponsor dollars. So you really do have to deliver through activation and execution, and and deli- and over deliver to the sponsor for them to keep renewing and coming back. So we've had a great. Um, relationship with all of our sponsors we're very thankful for all of our sponsors and uh, you know this year was testament as to how strong this brand is because of the sponsorship numbers that we were able to achieve on the other hand uh group sales have been a little soft because we're not everyone's back in the office yet, right. so the people that we used to call to buy group tickets, whether it's 100 tickets, 400 tickets, or 1,000 tickets, a lot of them aren't back in the office yet, So, and you will see that with different properties where they're struggling with,
0: with group ticket sales. What do you think has been the success of the longevity of Summerfest? Um, if you look at lots of other music festivals over the years, they've come, they get hot for a couple of years, and, and now they're gone, and Summerfest has continued to survive and thrive for, for 50 years. I think it's testament to the
1: fans. I, I, I really do. I mean, this has been going on for generations now. This is the 54th edition of Summerfest. We're blessed to be operating on this beautiful property, it's seventy-five acres on a lakefront. I mean, I've traveled the United States. I've never seen a property like this, and so that's why it's really important to keep making improvements to the property. And and and, you know, it's a um, it's a bit of a contest out there with uh, uh, artists because they've really raise the bar as to what their expectations are when they come and play a festival. So you really do need to keep up with the Joneses and and, and run past that, if you will, run through the goal line in terms of keeping your property fresh and new. Uh, and, and I think we've done that. So I, I think it's testament to the fans and, and the property and, and of course, the music. And, and it, this is really, over the years,
0: it's really stayed true to what this is all about and it's a music festival. Let me take a very quick break. When we come back I want to kind of peel back the curtain and ask you a couple things about what goes on behind the scenes. So stick around 12:16 this is Jeff Wagner we're broadcasting live from Summerfest 2022 we're joined by Summerfest CEO Don Smiley. I met you down at Summerfest, but this is, of course, the second day of Summerfest. We're joined by Summerfest CEO Don Smiley. Don, okay, I, I've, I've never asked you to kind of peel back the curtain and stuff, but to, to put on a festival like this with all the different bands, I, I know it, it, it's like a year in in the planning. How does how does this whole thing start? Do you have a like a giant? vake empty board and then have to figure out, okay, how are we going to fill these slots? Sure. It's the the concert behind the
1: concert, if you will. (laughs) Right. And um, Bob Babish, who's retiring after 46 years of uh, booking music for this festival, and his whole team, including Scott Zeal, the new entertainment director, following Bob, that entire team, the entertainment department, um, books all of the music and... um, organizes all of the production behind those signings so you see these bands going on the stage and coming off the stage and and so on it really is a concert behind the concert because that that takes a lot of orchestration to, to to handle that and then you have all of the other working parts here that i i spoke earlier about sponsors and the activation and execution of sponsorships and that's going on behind the scenes as well. So the logistics and the operational um, um, tendencies that an event of this nature has is, I mean, it's akin to any large event, mm-hmm. whether it's a Kentucky Derby or, or the Indianapolis 500. I mean, whenever you have that type of crowd coming in, um, there's certainly a lot of operational um, factors that, that go into the planning of this, not the least of which is security. And we put security right at the top of the list, and we take it very seriously. We have a great working relationship with the FBI, the Sheriff's Department, and, of course, the Milwaukee Police Department. So, um, yeah, there's a lot going on behind the scenes, and it takes all year to plan it.
0: The um, You were talking about security. I. What is the relationship that Summerfest has with, say, the city of Milwaukee? Now, I know there's been some issues over time about who should pay for security, sure. or whatever, and that's been pretty much worked out, as I understand.
1: Sure, it has been worked out, and it, and it was worked out uh, last year was the first year. The, the The lease is somewhat vague as as to how that was addressed, and that was that's 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 what has been discussed over the years. Uh, but last year, we started paying for police coverage here on an a la carte basis so you need x amount of uniforms during the day and you need x amount of uniforms at night whatever that number is we we pay for it now and it's it's the same type of deal that the milwaukee bucks have and the milwaukee brewers and and so on so um yeah that that's just
0: being passed through to us now yeah oh, i I get the I really do get the impression that you know whatever issues might have arisen over the in the past years it pretty much worked out. And I think everybody's starting to recognize what a wonderful civic event Summerfest is and how important it is for the overall community. It's great, Jeff. I mean any city that
1: I know of would would love to have an event like this. I mean we contribute almost hundred and fifty million dollars each and every year to the local economy through direct and indirect spending. So when you look at that, I mean that's almost a billion dollars in a a short amount of time that we're uh, uh, creating here in southeastern Wisconsin. So it it, it really is a treasure and and you really need to take care of treasures and, and make sure that they grow, grow responsibly and and take good care of it and and that's what we that's what we try to do each and every morning when
0: we get up to that end um just like the last couple years has been a a test for SummerFest or state fair it's also been a test for the ethnic festivals for example this year i know festa italiana is kind of pulled off the lakefront and they're going to do it on their grounds on a more scaled back basis what do you see as the future for the ethnic festivals down here yeah um and
1: you know it's It's a little bit of a challenge for some of them because they're they're all run by volunteers first of all, some of them have paid directors and those are the ones that I think really um, they thrive a little bit more than others who have somewhat of a um one hundred percent volunteer uh base and volunteers come and go and and so do ideas as as to how to run the festival so in the case of Festa, I mean, we, we hated to see Festa go. I think they were the you know oldest festival operating right. down here, um, but you have to be able to s- sustain yourself uh, from from you know w- within the economics of the operation, and it's not all about expenses. Of course, expenses are important, but it's also your ability to raise revenue, to sell tickets, to change with the times, to have music that appeals to many different groups and I think the festivals that are successful really grasp that idea and run with it Um, as far as Festa goes I I wish them all the best I hope they're really successful over there and I hope they come back across the street when 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 things get turned around, turned around a bit.
0: You know, you, we talk about all the planning that goes in, but one of the things that this actually is always beyond your control is, is weather. And I understand you can have the, the, the greatest festival planned and the greatest entertainment, but if it pours rain on several key days or it's really, really hot or really, really cold, but it looks like you got a perfect weather. Well, <laughs>
1: so far, yeah. I mean, you know, we got a long way to go, but the first two days have been outstanding. Uh but there's other things that come into play as well. You know, Justin Bieber got sick, and right. and we had 22,000 seats sold for tonight's right. concert. And, you know, that's out the window right now. I mean, hopefully he'll reschedule, and we'll get a date later on in the year. Um, but as far as this festival goes, for this particular evening, it's only the second time in the history of the festival that that amphitheater will sit dark. Right. So... I mean, there's other things that come into play outside of weather, but weather is certainly a big, important
0: one. Well, you also make an interesting point, because the the Summerfest grounds, in addition to the ethnic festivals and, of course, the, the festival itself, you had Josh Grogan here before Summerfest started. That amphitheater is really being used throughout the spring and summer and fall to bring concerts outside of Summerfest, per se.
1: We were able to do that because we invested the money to improve the amphitheater, which was $51 million and change. Uh, Again, privately raised, and we have a relationship with Frank Productions, which is co-owned by Live Nation. So it it was the fact that we did improve that amphitheater that is bringing those shows to us, because if we didn't improve the amphitheater, we wouldn't be able to book that amphitheater
0: the way we are right now. Don Smiley, Summerfest CEO, this is always a, a great pleasure. And you, you've announced that you're stepping back, but not, not till after next year's festival, right?
1: Next, after, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it one more and, and call it 20, and then we'll see what happens after that.
0: Thanks for joining me, my friend. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks a lot, Jeff.